0: 2024 self-directed ira investment predictions everyone adam bergman here tax attorney and founder of IRA financial and today's adam talks i'm going to give you my predictions for 2024 on what i think this is not investment advice but what i think would be the best self-directed ira investment options for 2024. so happy new year to everyone hope everyone had a great great End of the year, uh, looking forward to an amazing twenty twenty four as well. Hope it uh, is even better than twenty three. But what I wanted to do since who doesn't love predictions? Um let's go through some of my five top self directed IRA investment predictions. Um I'll go th- through some other uh, predictions as well, maybe even give you my Super Bowl pick. Uh, I'm not gonna get into politics. I know we got an election coming up in twenty four. I'm not going there. Uh, the reason I love the self-directed retirement world is because it is bipartisan. So I don't have to get into Republicans versus Democrats and Independents and pro-Trump, anti-Trump. I'll leave that to other folks. I want to focus on what I do best and what I know better than probably anyone in the country is how to best structure and best take advantage of the US retirement system. So what is my first prediction? My first prediction is Bitcoin uh, will boom. Yeah, I think it is pretty much a slam dunk that there will be a Bitcoin ETF spot in the next couple of weeks, probably January, maybe by the time you're listening or watching this podcast, it could go live. And I do think you'll see a run up in the price of Bitcoin. I do think it will then take a step back because I still do believe there is major, major fallout from FTX, from the whole, you know, Binance uh, 2022 slash 23, you know, crypto fraud melee. So I think it's going to take time for uh, mass consumers to get back into the marketplace and actually look at this asset class with, um, you know, seriousness. So I do think that's years away, but I do think there'll be uh, enough uh, institutions and enough speculators are going to push the price of Bitcoin up um pretty considerably this year. So that is my first prediction is Bitcoin will boom. So um, you know, ira Financial does have a really, really great platform with uh Bitstamp. And the nice thing about buying Bitcoin and IRA is you don't have to pay tax when you sell it. And it also it really lends itself to the whole IRA investment strategy of long-term investment strategies, because even if you think the price of Bitcoin well, boom in 24, you know, obviously the long plays over the next five, 10, 15 years, the price of Bitcoin will 10 times or 10x it. So it's better to have it in an IRA since IRAs are generally long term, gonna hold it for 10, 20, 30 years, maybe longer. So you might as well shelter all those gains from tax. And if you do it in a Roth IRA and buy some Bitcoin, um you'll be able to do that. Now it's unclear if you'll be able to use an IRA to buy ETF Bitcoin. I don't think so. You're still going to need to use a company like IRA Financial to, uh, you know, buy uh, Bitcoin ETFs. But we'll see. Number two, venture capital value. I do think um, this is a very, um, I think, uh, growing and potentially undervalued area. You know, the venture capital industry uh, boomed, as we all know, uh, really uh, COVID, but it started pretty much um, in the late '90s with the internet boom it took a dive during the financial crisis and really since 2010 with cheap money uh, money has been pouring into venture capital firms and valuations of startups have exploded. Um, what's happening now over the last year is those valuations are coming down and there are opportunities and a really, really good opportunities to buy into startups or very um, newbie type companies for um, metrics and for, Quantitative values that are far, far lower than they were during COVID and and far more reasonable, right? Um, Maybe the the venture capital initial checks are smaller instead of maybe in a million dollar initial round, or maybe be a $500,000 value, but you have more selection, more choices, and the valuation you're paying for these startups are are more reasonable and far lower than they were during COVID. So I do think it's a great time to get into venture capital investing. Obviously, it comes with risk. And it should be uh, understood that it's a relatively long-term horizon, at least you know, seven to ten years. Take advantage of the venture capital marketplace. So again, it like Bitcoin, it lends itself for IRA investing because it's generally a long-term horizon um, investment. However, um, you know there are risks. You got to know what you're doing. And today, when people are investing uh, versus COVID, uh, when money was super cheap, people are looking um, more diligently, looking at uh, valuations that are they're way more reasonable. It's no longer um, just paying crazy multiples on losses. They want to see a path to profitability faster than five years. They want to see it in the next year or two years. And you have more leverage because venture capital um, startups uh, are going to need more money. And there's going to be less money out there. So if you're looking to uh, use an IRA or Roth IRA to get into a startup, this could be a really good opportunity. And I think 24 will prove to be you know, a really good year. Now, we may not know for seven to 10 years how it turns out, but I do think just based off the premise that you make money on the price you pay for it, not what you sell for, um, I think this could be a really good opportunity for uh, startups in 24. So that's my second self-record IRA prediction for 24. My third is private equity possibilities. Um, This kind of goes along the same line as the venture capital value. I do think there'll be. Um, very good potential for uh, private equity type investments, whether you're doing it through a fund, or you're doing it individually. It all comes down to valuations, and multiples have come down tremendously. You know, During COVID, um, a lot of strong startups were getting 15, 20 times EBITDA. Um, that's down now to 10 or 12 times EBITDA, in some cases lower. So just based off that factor, uh, there's opportunities. And for good companies with cash flow profitability, good growth, twenty percent plus growth, it's a great time to buy into these businesses. Instead of paying seventeen to twenty multiples, you can pay you know ten to twelve times multiples. Buy that same business uh, for sixty percent of what you would have paid for it. You know, in 20, 22. So this is um, a good opportunity. It leads to uh, I think very strong possibilities for private equity. Same with investing in private equity funds, so long as that fund you're looking at hasn't um allocated those funds considerably during COVID, and still has a lot of of um you know powder dry powder waiting to be allocated this i believe 24 will be a great year not just for venture capital value but also for private equity possibilities based off the same uh, factor that uh, value you make money and what you pay for it multiples are way down uh companies that are profitable, you'll be able to buy probably for 60% of what you would have paid for it two years ago. And there'll uh, be a lot more companies uh, with a lot less um, you know, buyers in the marketplace looking to invest. So if you have the money and you, you're diligent, and you um, understand the metrics of the company, you're going to be able to get a far better deal on a growing company that's somewhat more mature, right? The main difference between you know, a private equity and a venture capital play is Venture capital or startups, you know, literally business plans to maybe, you know, six months of operations, private equity or companies that, you know, 5 million uh, at least in revenue. Generally, it's 10 million, 2 million EBITDA, probably been around for for several years, more mature, more of a um, profitable path. Um, less less risky. Still, still risk, obviously, anytime you invest in a private business, but uh, less so than, than venture capital funds. My fourth prediction for 2024 for self directed IRA investments are, or is credit funds focused. So I do believe credit funds, which generally are you know hedge fund, private equity type funds that will invest in lending money to whether it's small businesses, midsize or large businesses, I think there'll be huge opportunity in credit funds. Uh, Number one, banks are tighter, companies are going to need more money, um, less opportunities to get money, whether it's from the liquidity standpoint, from an investor standpoint, because valuations are bad, or uh, on the public markets, which are pretty dry. So you're going to see some really good companies wanting to get some cash flow through a leverage through the use of credit and debt, because the private investor marketplace from an equity standpoint, it is not as liquid uh, as it was. So these credit funds will be able to get really strong returns. If, if you can get 5% on a, a money market fund, you can potentially get 10 12 14% on pretty safe um, corporate credit. Um, and that's what these credit funds are taking advantage of. And I'm not even talking about real estate-related credit funds or focus, talking more corporate-related credit funds. And the beauty of using an IRA to invest in a credit funds is It's not a very tax-friendly investment if you use personal funds, because interest is ordinary income. But if you do it in an IRA, obviously, you defer the tax. And if you do it in a Roth IRA, when you pull the money out, it's tax-free. So credit funds have a massive, massive tax play opportunity in an IRA, um, less so than than stocks, which generate capital gains, um, which is a a lower 15% or 23% tax if you are in a high income tax bracket. Whereas ordinary income type interest would be ordinary income, high rate of 37%, which you can zero out if you did it in an IRA or Roth. So there's a much bigger tax arbitrage by using an IRA to invest in a credit fund. So that's my fourth prediction. My fifth and final prediction for self-directed investments in 24, again, it's not tax advice I'm just giving you my thoughts, is hard money loan look-ins. Um, or lock-ins, I should say. Uh, This follows the whole credit um, market type credit fund focus. This is more on real estate, looking to do hard money loans for real estate investors that are having trouble locking up money, uh, whether it's from a bank, a traditional financial uh, lending source, or even an alternative lending source where that money's dried up because there's less money in the marketplace, less money in the system, less investors giving or investing in these hard money loan funds or these credit funds. So people are going to be turning two different players in the marketplace other than the traditional banks or traditional mortgage sources, i.e. hard money lenders. And the rates of return should be strong. Real estate values have remained strong even with higher interest rates. So there is still some risk that the real estate market could soften. But uh, the last year and a half, even with higher interest rates, prices have stayed strong. There's not as great... Uh, I would say, obviously, um, inventory of, of real estate, but prices have stayed strong. You know, real estate brokers aren't super um, content with twenty three and twenty four could also be difficult. But from a ownership standpoint or an investor standpoint, um, it, it wasn't as bad as expected. So, for real estate developers or people doing fix and flips or someone that wants to refinance or needs money to put more equity in a deal, hard money lending should be strong. And if you have cash in an IRA, again. The interest you generate would be um, exempted from tax, Um, whereas if you didn't, with personal funds, it would be subject to ordinary income tax. So it has a really, really strong tax arbitrage. And um, I think it's a really, um, at least from a tax standpoint, a really good investment opportunity using an IRA. And I do think it's going to be a really strong investment for 2024. So those are my five investment um, predictions. Uh, just to recap, I'm going with Bitcoin will boom number one. Number two, venture capital value number two. Number three, private equity possibilities. Number four, credit fund focus. And then the fifth, hard money loan lock ins. What are some of my other predictions? Well, I do believe that uh, interest rates will go down, but I don't think they're going to drop as much as people expect. So I do think the equity markets uh, will do okay in 24. Not as strong as 23 which, again, it isn't a crazy type of prediction. When markets were up almost 20%, uh, it's hard to duplicate that year over year. But I do think a lot of that was built in where there'll be a one5 to 2% drop in interest rates. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be around 1%. I still think there's uh, inflation in the marketplace. You see it in real estate. Uh, you see it in oil, consumer goods, travel. Uh, all those prices are up. And they're not coming down as far as I can tell uh, in the short term. So I know Chairman Powell, they've kind of hinted that rates are coming down. There's not going to be any increases. I agree with that. There probably will not be any rate increases in twenty four. I don't think rate drops will be as steady and as um, you know significant as they expect. So I think that will impact uh, the equity markets, and that's why I do think even after the initial increase with Bitcoin uh, because of the ETFs, I do think all those alternative asset classes will come down a bit in 24, although I'm still bullish on on Bitcoin. I'm still bullish on on equities. I'm still bullish on the US economy for that matter Um, because inflation definitely has tempered, but it's still out there and it's not what it was pre-COVID. So um, I think the Fed will be super focused and cautious it's much harder to to um you know deal with inflation so it's better they handle that now versus having to um you know lower rates and then raise them again and it, it creates less of um of a consistent uh, economic approach which you know investors don't love so um that's that's kind of my um you know economic prediction i'm not um Super Bowl, uh, you know, it's <laughs> probably Ravens 49ers, if you want my bet. I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm not sure. Um, you're gonna listen to this podcast. Uh we'll know what happened with the Chiefs. Uh, but my, my kids are distraught over the you know the Bills game still. So uh we'll see what happens, but those are really my predictions. I'm gonna stick to what I know best. Um self regulated IRAs and football. <laughs> um staying out of the politics angle. That's for uh other folks to deal with. Uh, I don't like to get in that um, that that ring. So that's it. I do think there's great opportunities for alternative asset investments. I'm a firm, firm, firm believer in diversification. Uh, but ultimately, you should do what you what you feel comfortable with. If you feel comfortable putting all your money in cash or all your money in stocks or all your money in ETFs or all your money in gold or cryptos, you should do what you feel comfortable with. But I do believe working with an investment advisor, tax planner, and diversifying, I think ultimately is, is your smartest and best bet. And I think over 20, 30, 40 years, which you should be looking at when it comes to retirement accounts, it's not a five-year window. It's a 25-year-plus window. Ultimately, you don't need to get 30% returns a year. If you can beat the S&P 500, get 8 to 10% on average a year, uh, you'll double your money every eight years, and you'll have you know, seven-figure wealth um, at 70 and leave a lasting, hopefully tax-efficient um plus tax-free legacy for your family to enjoy so that's it hope you guys um enjoyed today's podcast hopefully all my predictions turn out right um but either way it's a long journey so um be patient um invest in what you love so you can focus on it um that's what I do I, I invest in assets I, I love so uh I focus on it every day you shouldn't invest in something you don't res- appreciate or something you don't trust or something you don't have faith or belief in because even if it goes up, um, ultimately down the road, you're not going to be focused on it and you're you're not going to be able to make decisions when you need to. So that's my advice um, and diversify. So have a great, great day. Um, Hope 24 is going awesome for you so far. Thanks for hanging out with me and I'll see everyone again uh, next week. Ciao. Take care.